Hello and welcome to the Givy Community, a sonic space for empathy and kindfulness. I'm your host, Ruby Illing, and this is a re-release episode of Givy Connect Plus to fit in with our new schedule. We are posting on the first Thursday of every month, and to partner up with that, there will be a blog post two weeks after on a Wednesday. In this episode, I talked to Laura Brown about her My Emotions activity book. She created an activity book over lockdown to help her young nephew with the emotional impacts of the pandemic. In this episode, we talk about how it's grown from there and where it's going. Welcome, Laura, to Gibby Connect. Lovely to finally see you in the flesh. Oh, thank you so much for having me. No, the Gibby team and yourself have been absolutely brilliant in support of the activity book, so it's fantastic to, to finally be here and chat about it. Yeah, well, it's been amazing to hear about your story and everything. I thought we'd just jump right in and start with the birth of the idea, how it came about, and what was, what was the initial thought process behind it? Um, so we were in sort of lockdown and it was over that December period where Boris sort of had cancelled Londoners to leave, um, which meant that we couldn't go back to see friends and family. We had plans with our nephew to do a lot of stuff over the Christmas period and he was really frustrated that we couldn't go back to see him and he was starting to show signs of anxiety and frustration, sort of text messages when we're going to sort of see him or we'd get to see him in April and things like that. And I also at that time became a mental health first aider at the bank that I work for. And I started to check in with colleagues within my team. We have a lot of parents and they were really talking about how they were worried about their children's mental health in lockdown and sort of the impacts of not going to school and just what it would the future would look like um, for them as well. So I started to think about some ways that maybe I could look to help Harry a few of his uncles and aunts were doing quizzes, treasure hunts and all sorts of things like that. So um, I just decided to get a couple of my watercolour illustrations that I'd had to hand from a few years and that I did on and off and um, just started to cultivate some of the pages. And it was just really lovely to see Harry start to open up and express his feelings. And it was just really lovely to see some of the feedback that he was giving us. So I shared it with some more friends and family. And their children started to share similar things. And some parents came back and said that they were learning things about their children they weren't previously aware of. So that's really how it initially started. Um, My nephew helped cultivate some of the facts. He also corrected my grammar a lot. That's brilliant. (laughs) I know, I know. And also really embarrassing. But yeah, good on on him. How old's your nephew? Um, He is 10. So yeah, so, um, but you know, it's been two school years since um, the pandemic started. So that's that's really crazy to think about as well. It's It's a lot of time. He's grown up a lot. So yes, so I shared the activity book with a colleague at work and he had a previous background um, working in childcare and fostering services and he decided that he would share the activity book with some colleagues that still work in the industry and he had some great feedback from them which made us feel that we could approach the bank and the wellbeing team to see if they would like to fund printing the activity book and sending it out to any parents and caregivers in the bank that would like it. 
So that was that was brilliant. The the bank really ran with it. They do a lot of things for the employees and their mental health, and it was just brilliant to be able to offer something for children. It had a fantastic response. Three hundred copies got sent out all across Europe as well as in London and in Ireland. Wow. And over the next couple of weeks, I started to receive some feedback that they too were also learning about things about their children they weren't previously aware of. So with this, I thought, we're still in lockdown. There's still a lot of children out there that might be feeling the same as Harry. So if I kind of get on YouTube, learn how to build a website, maybe I could host the activity book and anyone that could sign up for it and receive it free of charge. And it's been on such an incredible journey through the past year. And I didn't think it would land how it has, which which really shows the, the impact of children's mental health currently in the UK and the real need for resources as well. Wow. <laughs> what a story. I love it. just came right out. Sorry, I, I don't think I <laughs> no, took a breath there. <laughs> that's, right. that's brilliant. You, you've got what you want to say. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, perfect. yeah. You made the website yourself? Oh, well, uh, YouTube and Squarespace. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think when I look back on it, the first few pages, it was just, I think, wow, it's cringe. It's still got a lot of work to do, and but I think you've got to step back and say, actually, like, I've done this myself. I've I've tried. You've and got to start somewhere. Yeah, definitely, yeah. of course. And I've learnt lots along the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, there's been a few hiccups, but hey, <laughs> you've got it done. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely, yeah. and and yeah, and it and it's evolving, and and it continues to evolve. So so yeah. yeah, it's something I'm proud of. That's brilliant. So so the first questions you had, the first activities you've had, they've changed because you had feedback from the people your colleague used to work with. Yeah, so, so they helped um, edit I, the book. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we had some feedback. Basically, I think it was about ten pages long when I shared it, yeah. um, and then it grew to eighteen pages. So we decided to. I also worked with my mother-in-law, who is a education consultant. I know that I'm I'm dyslexic, so I re- wanted to make sure that the activity book was for all children to use with ease. So a lot of space to either write or draw, because I knew I would always want to draw as a child rather than writing. Yeah. So we just really built it out and just tried to match up the facts um, with questions sort of, sort of how much water have you drank today? So making them try to engage and think back to their day and what did you do today indoors or outdoors? What did you learn more about today? And we really wanted to get the word grown-ups in as well, because not every child has sort of a parent they may go to they might have a grown-up that might be an aunt or uncle or someone else or a child support worker or make it sort so that it was accessible to be used within a school lesson as well as well as just sat down with your parents yeah that's very accessible yeah I love that and and the the kind of premise behind it is it just to get kids to really talk about their emotions and what's going on in their their head Definitely. I think mm. it's um, we wanted it to be a gentle and thoughtful way for children to try and open up and express themselves. And I think by gauging the characters at the start of the book and sort of saying, what do you think? Um, yeah, so just talk us through the beginning of the book. OK, so we wanted to really start with the beginning of the book to make it so that you were getting to know the characters and that you would be talking about the characters' feelings. And then hopefully that would be able to relate children to their feelings so if you match up the sentences below to the happy and an unhappy whale so we had sentences like jumping out of the water into the fresh air and splashing around or a boat bumping into me and hurting me 
and then we asked you to think about some examples that would make the whale unhappy. So that starts off with a thought process. So that it's a it's an unhappy whale and a happy whale. Yes, yes. definitely. So you can sort of like you you match it to your sentences, mm-hmm. um, and then sort of the next page is I feel unhappy when, and it asks you to write or draw in the space below. So they had the exam few examples before. And it really starts conversations because they've thought about the characters previously of what makes them unhappy and happy. And then I I believe that it sort of gently pushes children to think about themselves. Yeah, because children, they're new to this world. So they, they they don't know how to express their feelings. And I think this is what's missing a lot of adults now don't even talk Mm -hmm, about their feelings mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we've really found that during the pandemic Mm. we really need to start talking about our feelings and getting things out there and not get distracted Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. you know we can easily distract kids you know give them a ipad Mm -hmm. and all of that and put them in front of the telly or something but some parents probably do sit down with their kids and ask them about their day and everything but this book you found by talking to people who've gone through this book that it's actually made their child open up so much more because it's like a kind of a middleman to to get them to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just something that is so calming as well. Mm. And I think we've had really lovely feedback from child and family support workers that they've used the, this book with vulnerable children. And it's the first time that that vulnerable child has really opened up about their past experiences and it's the child leading the conversation. And I think for a child to be heard or an adult to be heard, it's really validating. So I think that's that's the magic in the book. That's that's what really sort of has made it to be how it's been so widely used today. And it's just incredible that it just all started with Harry. And now it's helping children and parents and organisations sort of have those sort of gentle conversations. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because it's it's quite intimidating getting a child to sit down and talk about their experience. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. they've got like an activity, something that they're used to kind of colouring and drawing. and But then they can talk about the pictures mm-hmm. in the book and say, mm-hmm. well, this is this is my happy place. You know, this is what, why, oh, why does that make you feel happy? You know, it kind of, they've got something to look at as they're talking to the adult. Because it's quite hard to kind of go eye to eye with someone and talk about your feelings. Oh, no, yeah. com- completely. And I know that... Um, We've had some feedback that actually they have taken their own character that they've made and they've used that character sort of to say how that character's feeling unhappy, but they're relating it to themselves, but they obviously can't feel that they can say it themselves out loud, but they can use the character as the funnel to talk about that. So I think that's really special and that's what drives me to keep it free of charge is that, you know, we've had the pandemic, we've had Marcus Rashford talk about child poverty, our heating bills are going up, some people are choosing between heating and eating at the moment. Mm. So I feel like, you know, I have a house over my head, I have heating, and I have a job that I really enjoy. So I feel that this is a way that I can just just give back in a little bit of a way. And just just if you know, five or six children can it can aid them, then that that means a lot. Yeah, that that's just wonderful. And your aim, your goal is for a supermarket to fund it. Yeah, the, the aim is for any family or carer in the UK to be able to go into their local supermarket and pick up their free of charge activity book. The digital divide is huge. Not everyone has a printer to be able to easily print at home. So it would be fantastic that any family or child can go in, take away their copy and they can do a page a week, a page a month. And it's something that they can sit down 
with the grown-up that they've chosen to do it with and and just get that special one-on-one time um it doesn't need to be doesn't need to be done in a day um it, it's really lovely to to go I've I've known a, a couple of parents that have said that they've been doing at bedtime with their children Aww. um so they've been doing a page and also they've printed it off so they do a page as well at the same time and I just think that's a really lovely bedtime activity too yeah yeah that's brilliant and you um you heard from a, a friend was it that their child liked picking out their clothes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So a friend had said that she had done the book with her son and she said, I didn't really realise how much he wanted to pick out his clothes. And since then she started him to like pick out his clothes and everything. And she just said he's always been an unhappy child, but she's just seen his confidence grow since, you know, being able to, you know, I want to pick my own coloured socks or I want to wear this jumper and, and just certain things like that. And I think it... I think it's choice for children to be able to choose, isn't it, as well, you know? That's amazing, because I I think the main thing, the main conflict that children have is not having a voice, not having power, Mm. because they're in a world where adults call the shots. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, and we also had um, one parent say that she wasn't aware. There's a page in the book where it's affirmations, so it's, I like myself the way I am, I am happy sort of all sorts of things like that so and you circle the ones that you think you are and this one parent said I just did not know my child was so unhappy with their freckles I think things like that can sort of stem through to your later life so it was just it was just great to to they've had a conversation about freckles and that now he loves his freckles and he and he circled everything and that's just great what I thought we'd talk about now is just any realizations that has come up for you in this whole journey you know is there is there anything new you found out about yourself? Oh, definitely. I think I think I found out that I'm capable, which has been really lovely. And I just think I really love the role that I do, nine to five. And I can just see that my professional development at work has gone really well because I've found that newfound confidence. Yeah. Uh, just to sort of go, no, no, what, Laura? Just just say it. You know, just just trust in yourself and and what's really going to go wrong. You know. Look at, look at how well the book is doing. I think that's been really good for me. It's confidence, just a confidence more in myself and sort of how I approach situations as well. I definitely feel that I have got a lot more motivation. I'm just so grateful for any help that I receive on the activity book or whenever anyone's taken the time to personally message me or send me an email about the book I just feel so grateful and I just think I've carried that on into all aspects of life just to be more grateful about things I think it's so easy just to get wrapped up in a lot of things and I I could definitely do that at times so it's really for me just taking a step back and just being a bit calmer about things as well. Yeah I think there's a real power in having an idea doing it and carrying it out Mm, mm. and then getting the response back and realising, wow, this was in my head at one point in time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And now it's out there and impacting people. Yeah, definitely. And I think throughout this, I've shared the activity book on LinkedIn and on my own personal socials and Facebook, and it's just been amazing how it's been picked up. And also sort of I've, I've emailed people that I thought would might be interested in the activity book. Sometimes don't get a response. And... I normally would have really beaten myself up about that, but I actually think, no, that's okay. You know, it's not it's not for everyone. Everyone's got a lot going on in life. So I've really realised that just 
you are literally just like a speck in the universe and just to keep going and just don't worry if you don't get a reply from someone or if you've sent an email with a spelling mistake I would have two years ago would have beaten myself up about that like really like they're gonna think I'm stupid they're gonna think I'm an idiot and I just think huh don't sweat the small stuff you know it will all come back round if it's right and I've carried that on in work as well because actually in five years' time, no one is going to be talking about it. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Like, um, no one's even talking about it but me. So we just, <laughs> yeah. And I just think that's been really refreshing for me, just to let go a little bit and just to not get so in my head about loads of things. And just, I found that I have definitely, I definitely move on quicker from things as well. Let go as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. So it's been like a, a humbling experience. Yeah, it's been say. like my own activity book in, in a sense, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I found out, you know, what what am I happy doing? What what makes me sad and, and all those sort of things. Yeah. And I think in lockdown, um, you know, you can really get in the rat race of the nine to five, the commute, the long hours at work. And I was just absolutely shattered most of the time lockdown for me personally was quite refreshing especially taking away that commute because it gave me energy back to start to think about sort of the creative side that I have and how I use that and it's just sort of gone in a bit of a synergy I just hope that going back into the office I can start to take on this balance that I've kept. Yeah I think definitely we need room for our hobbies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for the things that make us happy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a great outlet for mm-hmm. you to for, for you to do that it's it's given you a voice which is that's the thing that what people don't realize is they've got like an idea in the back of their head and they're like oh I won't do that because people think this that and the mm. other but really when you just go out and do it you literally have this sense of euphoria where you've just been like I've done this and things don't matter anymore the, th- mm. the things that did matter to mm-hmm, you before mm-hmm. I found that as well when I've kind of just gone for it because you've got something to go behind. You've mm-hmm. got you've you've not just got Laura. You've got this activity book. Mm-hmm. You've got children's mental health behind you. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to give out. And as soon as you've got something to go behind and put your voice behind, that's that's the thing that brings the confidence in. I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think because I come from the banking industry. And, you know, I'm not a child psychologist. I work, don't work in the field. It's been lovely that the activity book has been recognised by high-profile um, people that work in the industry. And, th- and that, I think, has created a really lovely community as well. So I just think it's it's just branched out sort of my own thoughts, my own bias towards mental health as well, which That's has been interesting. really interesting as well. And I just think... Whatever it is, you know, like you say, it's it's really easy to say just go for it. But when you don't have stability or when you have a lot of stress on your shoulders, you, you can't just go ahead and do these things. So, yeah, I'm just trying to just take forward the balance and um, just, just recognise that I'm just one person. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point, actually. Do what you what you're capable of at that moment in time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And through the Buddy Bag Foundation, I have met Karen Williams, who now we provide the activity book through our Givey donation page. And we provide the activity book to child support workers that work with vulnerable children. And if I hadn't have started this project, I'd never met Karen. And Karen has been a fantastic mentor, just in life and career-wise. And it's just brilliant to have other people to sort of lean on and just just chat about things and and that's been really refreshing as well that I've also got 
an amazing amount of mentees now um, just to go and talk to and just to sort of sense check things as well. That's brilliant. Is there um, any things going forward that you do? You, would you want to make a another book or? Yeah, so currently I am working with a translation team and a media children's media agency to translate the book into Ukrainian. And then we are looking to get that out to organisations and families as and when it is thoughtful to do so. They will be able to sign up to receive printed copies of the activity books to their home or place of refuge or to their new home. And you're printing some in Poland as well. Yes, yes, we will be, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so um, we hopefully that, that that can be a thoughtful way mm. to sort of a- address sort of children's mental health um, from fleeing such an awful situation. So it's just, you know, you try and think, is this appropriate? Is this appropriate to do so? Um, and, and, and I think it is. And, and hopefully that families and parents and organisations can sign up to it when they need to sit down and have those conversations as well. Yeah, it's something that's there when they need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they can do it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, right now this might be in a year or so or in a couple of months. Yeah, so hopefully that that's that's really important to me as well that there's some there's some lovely things coming from the book still a year on as well. So, yeah. yeah. Tell us a bit about the uh, Buddy Bag Foundation. The Buddy Bag Foundation is a fantastic charity. They provide bags of love which are backpacks full of essential care items to children that have entered into emergency care after fleeing uh, domestic abuse. They'll have a toothbrush, they'll have shampoo, they'll have pyjamas. And now what we do is that we provide the activity book to child and family support workers that work with these children. On top of this, Aaron Williams has also had pyjamas printed with the penguins on from the activity book. So there's a real synergy for, for the children. Mm. So we've had some brilliant feedback and, and it's just been a really lovely, lovely charity to, to just to partner with and work for. Like I say, Givy has been absolutely fantastic in, in supporting donations to the charity and, and, and what we want to do. That's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sitting with us today. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention before we end the podcast? Um, Yeah, so um, I work on the activity book around my nine to five. I'm always looking for volunteers to help me, whether that's um, look at my copy (laughs) for my spelling and grammatical errors, or if it's you just feel that you can help me in any other way, whether it's you would like to help me translate other copies of the activity book into more languages so it's available for more children globally. As well as just if you would like to donate any funding so we can, currently the Activity Book website is privately funded by myself, but I'm looking for a partner that would like to to fund that. So it's always free of charge and available. So yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much, Ruby, for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. Since then, Laura Brown has created a Ukrainian version of the My Emotions Activity book and is aiming to deliver those copies to 3,750,000 children. Docs Direct will be printing and posting these orders from the UK and Krakath for free, while Kids Industries will be financing the translation. 
You can also listen to our previous episode where you can sonically visit the Buddy Bag Foundation, who also distribute Laura Brown's book. If you would like to meet the characters of Laura's book and find out more, you can visit her website at myemotionsactivitybook.com and donate through our website at giveyou.com slash myemotionsactivitybook. Both websites are listed in this episode's description.